Welcome to the Just Dogs with Sherry podcast. I'm Sherry and today's podcast is about canine communication. Now, you all know if you've been listening along that I like to read uh, definitions, dictionary definitions of the words that I'm focusing on when I talk about a different subject. So today, communication. And when I give you the definition of each word I try to figure it out um, with regards to canines so communication is a means of sending messages and when we talk about dogs communication or canine communication it is accomplished through body language and sounds and both can be delivered from the quickest tiniest signal to loud big drawn out communications with the fact that every dog is such an individual they are all going to have their personal way of communicating just like some are going to be better than others at the art of communication whether it be sounds or body language now the big thing with canine communication is the human factor and dog-dog communication is very different than canine-human communications and the only factor there is that we lack the talent and the highly developed ability to read canine communication unless we have studied canine communication. Humans in general are not very good at knowing what their dogs are saying and we tend to want to put human emotions on our dog's communications even though it could be completely opposite. Our dogs could be trying to convey a message to us very clearly to them and if we were another dog we would clearly understand it most likely um, but because we're a human we can get really confused by what our dogs are trying to tell us unless we do the research and for me as a dog trainer I am super interested in canine behavior and I really feel that every single dog I meet teaches me something new about canine communication. So we humans can't come anywhere near the ability that dogs have to understand each other's communications and that's even when we've been studying it for a very long time. Dogs are so much more in tune with what each other are trying to communicate. And when they try to communicate with us, a lot can be lost in translation. If you are an average canine guardian and you haven't spent a lot of time trying to learn about canine communication, then you are going to be at a big disadvantage in trying to figure out what your dog is trying to tell you or you're going to get it completely wrong. And our dog's communications can be so subtle that unless you're watching 24-7 that you miss so much that is said by your dog to another dog or by your dog to you. And there is also the fact that some are good at communicating and others are not. Just like us, there are dogs that are amazingly talented in their communications and those who just don't either deliver or they can't read communications to the degree that others can. 
So there can be misunderstandings within canine to canine communications as well. There are a lot of dogs that um, I've met over the years and they just don't seem to be able to read what other dogs are saying as well as they may not give clear signals to other dogs. So their signals that they're giving, meaning one specific thing, are misunderstood by the other dogs because they're not a great communicator. Their talent as far as exhibiting canine behavior is lacking. And I mean, it's just like us, you know, there are people who communicate great. Some people don't communicate at all, which makes me crazy. Um, there's people who use their body language as well as words. There's people who don't use body language and they strictly go on words. So it's just like in dogs, there are good communicators and bad communicators. In canine communications, there are givers and there are receivers. For each communication, there is always one of each, unless your dog is standing in a field signaling, communicating all by themselves. If, if there's no other dogs around, then they're communicating with you. So there is always a giver and a receiver. So somebody exhibiting a behavior uh, body language or sound and someone else is reading that. So therein lies canine communication. And when we look at canine communication, we can generalize. We can say that dogs exhibiting this behavior mean this or they're trying to say that. But because there are no two dogs the same, dogs are very individual. So their means of communication can be very different and that's where knowing, getting to know your dog's body language and sounds is so very important for us to really know because when my dog sneezes, rigs, that means he's excited unless he's just doing a basic sneeze. So when he gets super excited, he will sneeze all the way down the stairs through the kitchen and outside if that's the destination and that's what he's excited about. Whereas if Elsa started to sneeze a whole lot, I would be highly concerned because that is not in her um, vocabulary, basically. <laughs> she has her very own personal way of communicating. Uh, she's a smiling dog, which is um, very adorable because her smiling is always with regards to greeting or getting excited, being silly, you know, if she's on your lap and she turns upside down and she's getting very affectionate, she may smile or when we come home, she will smile. And Riggs is also a smiling dog, but he smiles pretty much for everything. Good, bad, ugly, you name it, he smiles. So he is a tough read and it has taken me a very long time to learn all his little ins and outs of communication because he's so complicated. Learning about your own dog's personal way of communicating is extremely important. And I really believe that as canine guardians, it's our job to know what they're saying and you know what they're relaying to other dogs, what they're saying to us, and to at least understand a little bit how canines communicate. So that requires a little bit of uh, research from us and watching. Watching is the most important thing that you can do to learn about your dog. But that said, if you're watching and you don't understand canine communication, 
you're going to get it wrong. So you definitely need to have a basic understanding of how canines communicate and then figure out how your own individual dog personally communicates. So a good example is all my dogs over the years have greeted us differently. We had um, a couple of males that would just wag and jump around, pretty typical for canines. And then we had uh, our Tilly, which was our first smiling dog, and she was always smiling when we got home. And then we had Luke, who was a huffer, and it was very much like how a lion huffs or chuffs. Um, when we would get home, he would huff away. Elsa's a smiler. Riggs does something entirely different, which is very new to us, and that is teeth snapping. He just snaps his teeth together, and he does the typical jumping around, and he doesn't smile too much when we come home. The smiling is usually saved for other things but he jumps around and jumps up on us. Um, but he does, when he's really excited, he does this teeth snapping thing and I've never seen it in one of my dogs. And typically you won't see the same behavior that a guardian will see because there is a personal connection with a canine and their guardian. And so you may get a greeting from another dog that is not yours, but it's not going to be the same. So learning about your own individual dogs, greeting and communication techniques is really important. As a dog trainer, I'm in a lot of people's homes meeting a lot of different dogs and I love to share um, what their dogs are trying to tell them when they don't understand at all. You know, they may have a problem and say, what is our dog doing when they're exhibiting this behavior and they either don't understand it at all or they may have it completely wrong so when i enlighten them and say this is what's going on people usually love it people who have a really open mind and want to learn more about their dog are very excited to know exactly what their dog is meaning or trying to say to them when they're exhibiting a certain behavior and humans in general have a lot of myths about dogs and what they're saying to us. Uh, one of the most probably prevalent is that a wagging tail means a happy dog. And I used to see people uh, watching Tilly out in the middle of a field and they would say, my gosh, what a happy dog, where she was actually um, exhibiting OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, and she was a shadow chaser. So she would be so highly aroused and excited that her tail was wagging like crazy, but everybody just assumed that she was a super happy dog. Now, she was most definitely happy when she was chasing shadows, but her tail was not wagging as a happy tail. It was more extremely overstimulated, excited tail. So there are many reasons why a dog wags their tail. Overexcitement is a huge one. Uh, even a dog that's going to bite you will have a wagging tail. So that's a big myth and one that sadly is very misunderstood. Uh, wagging tail is one part of a, a communication. You have to look at the rest of the body to see what's going on and what the dog is saying. Just like the one that I discussed in my last podcast about misunderstanding um, guilt behavior a lot of times you know we'll put something up to our dog something they chewed up and 
you know, go on and on about, did they do this? Oh my gosh, you can't believe they did this. Of course, they're going to react uh, submissive and trying to appease your kind of assault, aggressive assault to them. It has nothing to do with guilt. And that's, again, another myth or complete misunderstanding as far as how our dogs communicate. So I really believe as canine guardians, we should take it upon ourselves to learn how dogs communicate in general. Um, after we do that, then we can learn how our dogs, each individual dog personally communicates so that we can, we can have a better life with them. We can understand, we can communicate back to them and communication with our dogs is not one way. It goes both ways. We need to learn how to read their communications um, at a higher level. And we need to also learn how to communicate to them so that they understand what we're trying to say. Um, it, it's a two-way street. And a lot of times when I see people trying to communicate to their dogs, they're either shouting out things that they never took the time to train their dogs so that they understand what they're trying to say, or they're waving their arms around. There's so much movement, the dog can't even focus on um, what we're trying to say. And, you know, let's face it, we are not good at body language as far as a communication skill. I'm sure way back when, when we were in caves, uh, we were really good at it, but now we've kind of dropped it off. And now we don't even do a lot of speaking and using tonal um, differences for communication because everything is done in emails or texts which leaves us with empty words that have no range of tone or emphasis. So we need to fine tune our communication skills. So we are better at giving communication and better at understanding or receiving communication. So have a great one and have a deep conversation with your dog.